see me tee up, you better step aside. A lot of men didn't, a lot of men died. I hook it to the left, I shank it to the right. I'll be looking for my ball until the dark of the night. You play 18 holes, what do you get? Another day older and deeper in debt. St. Andrew, don't you call me cause I can't go. I owe my soul to the country club pro. Well, good evening, gentlemen. We are back. It's Masters Week. MG, Lambo, Ferno, gentlemen, welcome to the pod. What, what? Degenerate, degenerate golfer podcast coming back. We are ready for the biggest week of our lives and your lives if you're listening. We're, uh, we're, we're roaring and ready to go here. Oh, yeah. It's been, it's, been a, it's been a hot minute since we've been on the air. I know. Right. It feels good to be back. Masters is just a couple days away. Let's fucking go. Yeah, Fernie, you uh, you literally just uh, just said see you later for a little while there. How you how you doing? I'm good. It's good to be back. Just got out of uh, broke out of quarantine today. 14 days for being back, but it was uh, it was nice to get away. Got some got some golf in while I was gone. So uh, a little bit of work, but still had some fun. It was great great to get the hell out of here. That's for sure. Did you break any work. clubs? Uh, uh, yes, I did. <laughs> <laughs> yes you're, by now uh, you're familiar with the uh, warranty process right yes yeah i got them on speed dial perfect yeah yeah there was a casualty uh, gap wedge down there uh but uh you know it, it may be fixable but it's not looking good it's gonna have to go add it to the i mean it probably deserve it probably deserved it right? yeah get a po for it yeah <laughs> Get an, an RA get a, number. An That's RA, RA, yeah, yeah. Return authorization yeah. under Ferno. Oh yeah. Put that yeah. on that CL account. Yeah. Lambo, what's uh, what's new, buddy? Uh, not too much. Played played my first outdoor round of golf of the season uh, today, so that was interesting. Nice. You know, just uh, it's, it's great to see the ball in the air, but it's also like, what happened? <laughs> you know, just used to, you're just used to hitting into the screen and you know next thing you know you're not quite sure where the ball's going and just, it just felt a little awkward but it was fun i know it was good. It's like, you, you walk off 18 you're like well that was awesome to be out there but what a massacre that was <laughs> just yeah. <a> total slaughterhouse <laughs> left right high low yeah. top chunk yeah i showed up to, I, I played golf today as well and i showed up um first time being home i took like a like a, a case of balls with me to, to Turks. And, uh, you know, I came home with two. And uh, so I show up to the first tee today and I'm like, well, I have two golf balls. And somehow we managed to play 27 holes and I did not lose that thing. That might be a record actually for, for you know, at least in the last five years. But uh, the thing- As far well, back as you can remember. You should, like, I, I don't even think a kid's camp would take this ball now. Like, it is so beaten up. <laughs> <laughs> there is so many car path marks on it tree marks oh my goodness i was almost contemplating just leaving it in the cart and going home with one ball <laughs> you should have you should have just should have just signed it and let, left it on the last green for somebody because you know? yeah, my score didn't reflect only playing with one golf ball today yeah so that was fun yeah it is crazy after a winter of hitting you know hitting in the simulator and uh you know, stepping up and not having something 10 feet in front of you. Um, But uh, I mean, man, is it great to have, uh, have golf back. Uh, 
you know, in our lives and actually getting, getting a chance to go walk, uh, out on the golf course, there's nothing that beats it. Um, weather's been half decent lately and, uh, to get an early start and, you know, to play golf before the masters, uh, in Ontario is, uh, typically unheard of. Um, mm. so, uh, yeah, real, real good, real good to get out on those links again and, uh, and make some divots. That's for sure. Yeah, there's always like the the few courses that are open this time of year. Like you go down to Burlington Springs and Carlisle and those kind of courses down there. You could always find find somewhere that'd be open. But to have uh, all the courses, you know, opening back up regularly now, it's pretty unique, uh, pretty remarkable. Because I, in all my years, I don't remember. I remember playing this early, but never at, uh, uh, you know, Club Lake would never be be open this early. So it's it's great to see. Yeah, I'm sure everyone was excited after that winter to get back out there. So, yeah, for sure, and to get back gambling on the golf course, right? I mean, oh yeah, that is the whole point, right? Yeah, that's what the that's what the G in golf stands for. Am I right? Gambling. I, yeah, I was uh, I was down a quick hundy after 12 holes today, and you know I scraped it back and walked out even. So, wasn't <laughs> good day? Good day by yeah. me. You know, yeah. I call that I call that a good day. Yeah, that is a, that is a big win when you go down early, uh, but you're playing a game where you can throw some presses in there. Um, when you can turn the tables like that and either go back to all square or or even make a bit of money after you know you were down, that's the beauty of it. Because then, you know, uh, then it's just about who you're playing golf with, that friendly, you know, that friendly competition. Um, and then it doesn't become so much about the score you're playing, you know, what the scorecard says at the end of the day, it, you get the juices going and uh, every shot sort of counts. And I mean, that's, that's what just fires me up on the golf course is having a chance to, you know, to hit, hit one in close or make a putt and, and uh, take some of your money back or, or, or take a guy mm. and, you know, push him even further into debt, you know, if you can just <laughs> stomp on him and, and, and really make de- that degenerateville. Oh man, man, when you can, when you can be on the receiving end of a three digit e-transfer at the end of a round of golf (laughs) against the boys, man, you feel a little bad, but you feel a lot good. You get over it quickly. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, it was, uh, it's definitely, I had to lean on my partners a lot today. So, um, you know, there was a reason that we got down hundred early uh because that was mostly my fault so <laughs> it was uh it was well you're missing you're, you're missing a gap wedge so yes yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. thanks lambo you remind me of that so <laughs> it's good we'll get you a po for it we'll get your bag all, all sorted <laughs> out right. there perfect we, we might know some guys you know <laughs> yeah yeah well uh well the the inevitable uh conversation this evening is gonna steer towards you know, uh, who's the biggest long shot to win the Masters where we can just cash huge? Let's go. You know? So, digging um, deep here, digging deep. You know, there's obviously lots, lots has happened since uh, we last recorded a podcast a couple weeks ago. Um, namely, Jordan Spieth um, to be a top five favorite uh, at the Masters this week. He's obviously been trending that direction. But uh, that was something that would have been difficult to predict six months ago, a year ago. Uh, when you look at the top five, if you hadn't been following golf and you just pulled up the, the odds for this week and you see Jordan where he is, you'd sort of wonder, 
wow, this guy came, must've come back, you know, full force. And there's a ton of money um, flowing in on Jordan Spieth. Um, pretty cool. Um, can't wait to, uh, to hopefully have, uh, you know, have him uh, on my bet slip and have him with a chance to win on Sunday. Uh, it's just something about Jordan Spieth golf at the Masters that gets the juices going. Yeah, it's, and you know, it's, go ahead, Fern. Sorry, I was just going to say, it's so good for golf, too, to get him back, especially now with Tiger being out. Um, he is a, a, you know, major champion, multi-major champion. And, you know, I think this is, is this the last, no, he needs a PGA to to round out the the yeah. uh, the grand slam but just yeah kudos to him i mean even three months ago um you know before he got into i think it was where he started to turn around was at like tpc scottsdale and uh i remember that because we were talking about being at the event and everything like that so i remember him creeping back up and he had those some good moments i think it was the first event that they had fans back in there so it really kind of got his momentum going and you could see his confidence building up pretty quickly over the last few months and kind of being on the top 10 there week after week so yeah good for him i kind of written him off uh i didn't think he'd win this year but uh it was hard to bet against him after seeing how he's been performing so kudos to him for sure yeah funny you mentioned the fans at tpc tpc scottsdale right it's kind of you can almost if you were able to draw like a, like a chart or graph, you know, the return of the fans with the return of Jordan Spieth, they would kind of be line like over top of each other, right? Like line and line parallel. For sure. Um, he has stated that he does feed off of, of the fans, or as we're going to call them uh, this week, the patrons. Um, obviously Augusta is going to have, I think, uh, I think it was 2000 uh, people per day. Uh, Who are they? Oh, it's lucky bastards no kidding right so imagine like imagine being on the list for master's tickets every year and then you know they say okay we're gonna cut it down to like 10 percent, and then you still get on like no hottest ticket right hottest ticket by far unreal by far but uh spieth he was he was um 50 to 1 uh for the masters uh at uh, the waste management around that time. Cause I remember seeing a tweet and I've seen it being uh, retweeted around uh, this week uh, since he had won, um, you know, people, people saying, Oh, they wish they had put money on him at that time. Um, you could sort of see the signs, right. But you, you know, you just never really fully sure. Well, looking back and, and I got a question about Jordan, but just quickly looking back to, uh, let's go the last, the eight weeks before the waste management goes miscut, tied 46, miscut, T41, T38, miscut, miscut, miscut. Uh, so that was leading up to the waste management open. Then Saturday at the waste management happens, he shoots 61, and then he goes T4, T3, T15, T4, T48, T9, and a win last week for Jordan Spieth. Ooh. Um, what is it, what is it about Jordan Spieth that, you know, he's definitely not a replacement to Tiger, but there's something there where Ferno, you said it, it's close, right? Like with Tiger out and Jordan playing great, it does something to the masters. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, for for me, maybe it's the fact that he misses fairways just as much, just as big and as wide as I do. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, but, uh, I don't know, Lambo, what is it about? What is it about Jordan? You know, somebody uh, summed it up pretty nicely recently. Um, Jordan Spieth, at his best, is greater than the sum of all of his parts. 
somehow, some way, right? So you look at a lot of golfers that you look at their putting, their driving, their, you know, their iron play yeah. or whatever strokes gain, whatnot. And, uh, you know, it kind of paints a picture of what this player is and what they can do. Um, but then you look at a guy like Jordan Spieth, who, who seems to have that extra gear. Um, you know, he just he just seems to be greater than how good his putting and his driving and his, his iron it, irons are, right? He needs yeah. to have all those things going for him to sort of be Jordan. Yeah. Um, yeah. But it's when he gets all of those things going, you know, he, he gets more out of it than almost anybody else. And I think that's what people mm. find so exciting about him. That's that's exactly the same thing that Tiger sort of had, right? Like we've seen a lot of yeah. like great and generational type talents come, come along since Tiger Woods, but um, no one was has been quite as uh, big, big or bigger than the sum of their parts than Jordan Spieth. Yeah. Was when he when he blew the Masters on Sunday against um, uh, who was Danny it? Willett, right? What was that after the 2017 Open Championship that he won? No, that was before. It was before. Yeah, okay. so it was actually right. it was actually the 16 Masters. So he came second in 14 to Bubba, yeah, right? He won in 15, uh, tying the record, and yeah. then he had a five shot lead uh, with yeah. nine holes left on uh, Sunday for 16. And then he, uh, I think he made a triple on 12. Yeah. He is uh, just quickly, he has quickly become a master's favorite. Um, and uh, yeah, I mean, I'm excited to watch him play for sure, but yeah, there's some, there's something about him. So it's either, you know, the, the fact that at times he can play golf and it looks so relatable to all the rest of us uh, regular, regular uh, golfers. Um but then I just think it's that, you know, he's got that little bit. He's got that, that Phil Mickelson magic type thing, right. Where he's never out of it. It doesn't always look pretty. Um, but I think, I mean, I watched a little bit of the golf uh, at the Valero Texas open and man, he was, he was firing in all cylinders. He, uh, I will say one thing though, and I will, uh, I'll just note this. I don't know if you guys saw this, but on the 18th hole, he had a two shot lead and he was really close to hitting three wood. Uh, did you guys see that conversation? Uh, I heard secondhand. Uh, yeah. I, had, I unfortunately wasn't able to have the volume up, but uh, yeah. I, I had heard what happened. But go ahead. Yeah. Oh, I missed that too. Yeah. So he second guessed himself, and he, he he had three wood, and I and then uh, and then he went to the eight iron, um, and and hooked the crap out of it and got away with it. Um, but I think, I think he knew what the right play was. He was hitting it so well that three wood took all the water out of play. It was going to put him up near the green somewhere uh, to ensure, you know, at worst an easy par. And he obviously made it a little more difficult on himself. Right. So um, there might be a little bit of indecisiveness there. So I'll be watching for that as he plays this week. So I think the highlight of that, and I, and I based on what I had heard, was uh, he asked uh, Michael Greller, uh, does three wood take uh, bogey out of play? And Michael Greller took a full five seconds to be like, <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right? He had to yeah. sort of run the scenario, right, to make sure. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and then and I think the hesitation uh, from Greller uh, yeah sort of force speed yeah. to go back to the uh, shorter club but i thought that yeah. was really funny yeah <laughs> <laughs> one way to get um, your message across yeah yeah <laughs> so what else what else is uh, happening at the masters right now we got uh, uh bryson hulk de um trying to uh 
well, who knows? I don't even know how to describe it. So we got Bryson, we got defending DJ, uh, we got Brooks Kepka maybe on one good knee. Saw a picture of him uh, reading putts with like one leg uh, sprawled out or something. Doing the power ra- the Power Ranger pose. Yeah, yeah. Uh, like you a- got just you got Justin Thomas. Lots of hype on JT uh, playing pretty good. Um, there are legitimately 30, 30 to 40 players that could win this week. And I figure, I feel like it's a little different. I feel like, uh, usually you go into the masters and you know, it's maybe a list of 10, uh, just feels a little different this year. There are a lot of great storylines. There's a lot of hot players, like just straight up the level of golf that we've been seeing the past, you know, four or five months has just been like awesome. So many, so many good guys. So many good guys. Yeah, like I think when you when you look at the odds here, and you can go all the way down to, you know, let's start at you know, okay, so Brooks is twenty five, and I'll read off like the next ten players and think about all these guys and how good they are and how hot they are. So uh, Xander twenty seven, Morikawa twenty nine, Hovland thirty four, Berger thirty nine. You got Finau, Reed, Webb Simpson, Cameron Smith, who's been dominating, uh, Paul Casey, Sung J M. Um, and now you're into 50 to 60 to one and you've still got guys. Lee like Westwood, Tommy Lee Westwood, Sergio, Neiman, Gotti yeah. Jeffler, Justin oh. Day, Corey Kahn. Holy, yeah. it's too much. Uh, like there's just, you can't track it all, man. We could just go down the list and talk for 20 minutes about each one of these guys. And I'm down to do that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's, it's a great opportunity to get, someone that's at these that higher odds payouts and and potentially cash out the i think they just have as good a chance as winning as as uh you know bryson i mean bryson's clearly he was erratic there last year he obviously talked a big game and and said you know augusta was like a par 67 or something like that right and he quickly got his you know his ass handed to him by Augusta pretty quickly oh yeah Right, the ghost, but, of, the ghost of Bobby Jones swallowed his golf ball on oh, the yeah. third hole when he's trying Armour. to drive that green. That's not a drivable green, man. <laughs> no. So, you, you like, mean, yeah, it's you never know. Like, uh, like you said, the field is so deep, and there's so many different guys that that you maybe wouldn't pick, but that are playing really hot right now. That's yeah, like a surger, like you said. He's paying like 60, 60 something to one, 65 yeah. to one. Like what? that's a good bet, man. He, he was yeah. stripe. He was striping it at the match play, just yep. striping it. I'm not sure. I don't think he played last week, but no, um, I don't think so. obviously yeah. he's got a good history at Augusta and you know, if he hits at anything like he was, uh, he's just got to get that ball rolling a little bit. Yeah. No, I can't remember. I, I, I've looked, uh, I can see that, uh, Bryson was T34 last year and T29 the year before. So I don't know where his other finishes are, but I mean, other than the fact that, you know, he's popular uh, and obviously gets a lot of looks because he's won a U.S. Uh, U.S. Open and, and whatnot. I, I kind of feel like, like he's someone I'm staying away from this week. Um, yeah. I'm yeah. I, I just don't feel like he's, you know, and obviously I could be wrong. Obviously on this podcast, I said Bryson would never win again. 
uh, that prediction lasted six days. But um, for some reason, it just feels like uh, a player I'm going to stay away from. Or I've looked a lot ahead. There's a lot of head-to-head matchups where there's guys paired against Bryson. Bryson's the favorite. So there's a lot of good value for, you know, if you fade Bryson in the head-to-heads, you know, you could be making some money there maybe. Or you look at him where where he stands on Sunday morning, like going to round four, right? Like if he's within, you know, I would say four or five shots of the lead, you know, you're probably going to get some good value on them. And that's maybe when the time I'd look at uh, taking them to maybe do something on Sunday. But, you know, definitely at these odds right now that they're providing, uh, you know, I agree with you. Let's stay away from them. I mean, obviously, obviously he's a really hot player right now. Um, just crushing the ball. Um, but I heard a really good point recently as well. Like Augusta National is just so... Um, undulating it's so hilly up and down and side hill and all this all this type of shit right and um let's not forget so to your point mike right like you want you, you we look at him you're like oh he's he's a favorite he could do something but he just doesn't look like he fits there um for some reason yeah. right and i think it has to do with his uh one length irons right so all of his irons are the length of a six iron right and so he's hitting it so far that when he gets up closer to some of these greens and he's got like really awkward side hill, uphill, downhill type lies, imagine trying to hit that with the six iron that has like yeah. some loft to it, right? So it, I never, he never quite like, I mean, obviously top professional, right? But he never, he, it's going to be difficult and it has been difficult for him to sort of get the ball as close to the hole as uh, somebody with a regular length, you know, sand wedge might. If I right. saw Bryson you know, on TV this week, spending the majority of his time chipping and putting around Augusta, I'd put my money on him. Yeah. But, but, but he's just doing the same old thing the other day where he's, he's like, holding, oh. he's holding his own long drive contest, you know, and Bryson wins every time he's the champion. He might as well wear a belt and those big belts that they get. He might as well wear one of those. Yeah. WWE. The big Augusta national logo on the center while, while he's walking to the range. Um, you know, because it just feels like that's the championship he wants to win. Yeah, it was pretty wild watching a video of him, like, just, like, swing, lash at it swing as hard as he can. And, like, w- without even, like, stopping or breaking, he just grabs another ball, reloads. His and caddy is, like, away. Whip, his caddy is just whipping the balls at him, right? <laughs> <laughs> just, yeah. just Like, if any it. of us, I was saying, like, if any of us walked onto Augusta and were invited there <laughs> and went onto the range and started doing <laughs> that, we'd get kicked out immediately. <laughs> sir. we get arrested. Sir, sir we don't do that. Augusta we jail. don't do that at Augusta. <laughs> <laughs> thrown in oh, it's amazing it's amazing on the all on right. the do not uh, allow entry list all right but no play that's fantastic that's fantastic um the one favorite that you know i would hammer hard if i was going to take a large sum of money and throw it on a favorite would be dj uh at, at nine to one um once you've won a Masters, you typically play well. You know, you've shown you can win there. And uh, we've had the conversation on this pod many times that nine to one for the number one player in the world and uh, defending Masters champion, nine to one is pretty good. You're, you know, um, compared to the Tiger days, right? Like compared to the Tiger days, that's great value. Um, and, and obviously, DJ hasn't won anything other than the Saudi event, I think, in the last little while. But Again, he probably just cares about the Masters. See, that's what his focus has been on. And uh, I bet 
that he wants to do everything in his power to repeat and keep that green jacket. So I think at nine to one, he would be my, my favorite that I would be loading up on this week. What do you guys think? I don't think that's a bad decision. I also looking at the favorites, I like Justin Thomas at 12 to one. Um, They're talking about Augusta right now playing as firm and as fast as it has ever played. Um, Chance of a little bit of showers uh, come Friday or I think Friday and Saturday, but uh, it could miss altogether. And if, you know, and if Augusta plays like that, you know, looking at Thomas's performance at the players, another firm, fast, tricky golf course. um, You know, I think he's, I think, I think that's still fresh in his mind. I still think he has the game and the creativity to get his way around the golf course, high ball hitter, high spin guy, great short game. Yeah, Um, The spin, the spin is crucial. I think, I think you nailed it. Like his wedge game, his ability to spin the ball from anywhere and, and, play the trajectory game uh, definitely I think has an edge uh, over the rest of those favorites for sure. Mm-hmm. Fern. Yeah. I, I would look at, uh, you know, DJ, it's hard to not want to pick him on that. I mean, he's just so good. And, um, but I'd never get excited about a nine to one unless it's like a Sunday and, uh, you know, maybe I can hammer a hundred bucks on it or something like that, yeah. but, um, maybe I'll have to talk to Chris McCullough and see if I can get some Dennis bets to parlay that with, and, uh, <laughs> uh talk to Nole and get some, uh, soccer's some, some premier yeah. division soccer, uh, you know, make a nice little parlay there. That'll turn it out pretty juicy. So I don't know. I think in the top six, uh, no, I like Patrick Cantley, um, for one of the top, I mean, he's still like 22 to one. So he, it's hard to consider him a, like a true favorite there, but I mean, that's the eighth ranked player, seventh rank, uh, yeah. you know, lo- highest odds or lowest odds, whatever you want his best odds. Um, so I could see him getting it. Um, we talked a little bit about him on the golf channel today and uh, you know, watch out. He could be sneaky, but I, I honestly agree with you guys with, with DJ. I mean, it's just, he's a no brainer, but again, I'm thinking DJ like, and creeping over at the, what the odds look like. <laughs> Yeah, no, I, I'm, I'm thinking DJ, if I had, uh, you know, if I had five grand and I had to pick, put it on one player, um, I'm picking DJ and Cantley, Cantley surprises me. I'm actually, he's one guy when I saw the board, I thought um, was well, uh, well overvalued. Uh, I think there's guys that should be ahead of him based on his, not just his recent performance, but um, you know, he's not really been a, uh, a regular contender in majors. Um, and I, I just think for some reason, you know, I'm not really sure why he's up there. I don't think he's shown that he's got the short game. He's been close this year, uh, but it's Sundays that he sort of collapses. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, right now I would be, you know, I'm happy to see it because I would gladly take uh, Morikawa, uh, Hovland and Patrick Reed who, who I'm looking at this week. I'm glad that I'm glad that, you know, they're up in the, you know, 29, 34 and, you know, 39 to one Patrick Reed for me, uh, 39 to one is, uh, is a glaring, a glaring opportunity for me to, uh, to take those, that player at that, uh, you know, at that note, like 20 bucks on Patrick Reed is an $800 payout. And I'm all, I'm all over that every day. As, yeah, as bad as that would make me feel for Patrick Reed to win, I'd be happy for you. 
Yeah, like <laughs> Patrick Reed, I put 20. It's funny because uh, I had put put a $50 bet on for Tiger to win, right? Obviously, that's not happening. And the the site wasn't going to give, CoolVet was going to give the the, doll, the, the the funds back because he's not participating. So I guess a, so many people had Tiger, uh, bet on Tiger, and I guess they end up, eventually just end up giving everybody the money back, canceling all the bets. So I got 50 bucks put back in, and I immediately put it at 25 on, on, Patrick, or, uh, on Patrick Reed and 25 on Garcia. Um, those were the two that I sprinkled right there. And, you know, one night when I was drunk in Turks, I put a hundred bucks on Cam Smith. So I'm really <laughs> hoping. <laughs> Neely kind of talked me into that one. So got a lot right. And that's a, that's a hundred bucks pays five grand. So yeah. that'll be uh, nice if he's, if he's hanging around, um, yeah. hanging around there. And it's great to have some future bets on the board. I got, uh, uh, back probably two two months ago on this podcast we were talking masters and i've got kevin nah on my on my futures bet there for the masters so i'm hoping he walks in lots of putts this week <laughs> he might have to run them in at the speed they're gonna yeah maybe right <laughs> wonder if uh nah has any more uh friends on tour after that incident at the match play with dj nah nah nah, <laughs> nah. Nah, 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 nah. Hey, hey. Well, yeah, speaking of futures, um, I had put money on Hovland. There was a, a futures bet for Hovland, and it was coming yeah. top, top five in all the majors. So we'll see if he can, uh, you know, this that could be a ripper early, right? I could be watch, watching the next three majors without this, not having this bet. But, you know, at least if we can get by in the masters we have a chance yeah. the next one so you can't get all four without the first one exactly That's right. yeah so yeah. need a t5 out of him well you better you better load back up and and be betting hovland everywhere you can top five top ten head-to-head matchups hovland all day long yeah Fernie. yeah i know i know i'm gonna he's 34 to one so um i'm gonna sprinkle a little bit of money on him as well yeah I just checked the knob at that I made uh, months ago. I got him at 150 to one and <laughs> today he's sitting at 250 to one. So <laughs> <laughs> I just looked, I think I made it's a trending bet. in the wrong direction. <laughs> I made a bet for Francesco Molinari too. And I think oh. it's, I think, odds like, I think I got it at like 50 to one or something. And he's now like 150 to one. And I'm just like, Oh, you idiot. Yeah. Yeah, that's a ripper right there. It's I'm like, pretty sure for I haven't seen him on TV since uh, he topped the shot at Pebble off the tee. Yeah, no, it's like you know, never mind. I was gonna say, yeah. he yeah. gets in a car accident, they refund the bet, but no, I don't want to wish that upon him. I know, no, yeah, no, 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 yeah, yeah, bad, bad karma. Yeah, yeah, he just yeah. sent cool bet the video of that uh, T ball. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. well, Fernal mentioned Garcia, uh, 64 Garcia has been playing great golf. Uh, I, when I looked at some of these odds, I was looking back to the match play, thinking about who made it through that uh, round robin in the match play, because that's not easy to do. Um, you know, probably playing some pretty good golf. Um, you got Garcia, uh, Scotty Scheffler, who has yet to win. Um, so it's hard to think that, you know, that he'll be able to pull it out. Uh, but 64 to one, uh, our boy, Corey Connors sitting at 81. Uh, what else we got here? Adam Scott, 80 to one is just making my way towards the, the hundreds here. Uh, Bubba Watson, hundred to one. Um, Cooch, Cooch. 124. He got out of, the, he was a semifinalist or finalist. That's right. Yeah. Yep. 
Yeah. Um, I, I feel, yeah, you know what, because it's fast, if Kucher can, you know, get a little more roll and hit a lot of fairways, he might be able to play, play that game. I a hundred percent agree. I, yeah. I, I think that's going to be the great equalizer, right? That's going to highlight, you know, yeah. it's great. good ball striking. Yep. For sure. Yeah, I think the I ball think striking for sure. Well, uh, was Victor Perez and he's 150 to one too. Yeah. Yeah, he's sneaking up. He's inside the top 30 in the world right now at 150 to 1, right? Yeah. Um, you know, just with the Masters, so much emphasis is is placed on how you've played in the Masters before, yeah. right? Not a lot of uh, uh, rookies do well. Sometimes no. they do, but it's not likely. Yeah. Um Who else uh, you know, as we travel into the the real long shots here, um, anybody you guys are looking at uh, some good stories out there let's talk philly mick oh our boy phil I, I i was kind of throwing this around in the group chat earlier today but like you know phil he's turned he's turned 50 he might even be 51 now um you know a decade or so ago we had that uh fred couples uh renaissance uh, revitalization, you know, around Augusta, you had a few uh, leads, you know, a couple of years in a row there. Is Phil the new Fred? Can he be the new Fred Couples at Augusta? And can he get it done at his age? I got you, you get a yes from me. Uh, I'd be pumped to have that be the case. He can definitely be there on Sunday but I don't think he can win. That's yeah. fair. I just like Fred, Fred could like be Fred. there on Sunday. Fred would be there on Sunday, mm-hmm. but Fred yeah. wouldn't, wouldn't win. He, everyone's hopes would be so high. Cause you want Fred to do it. And yeah. then just, I mean, he made it exciting. I think pe- there'd be, there'd be more of a majority of people would be united for Freddie than would be for Mickelson, even though Mickelson is very close to being a Freddie, you know, who he's become, his personality is just phenomenal. Um, be able to laugh at yourself and, you know, bring that chirp game to public, you know, space is just awesome. And so I'm here for it. Um, and, at, you know, you just, you just talked me into it, Lambo. I'm throwing everything, everything I own on Phil Mickelson to win this week. After after your five grand bet on uh, DJ, no, I'm taking it out. I'm You're I'm p- cashing withdrawing out. Withdrawing that. Yeah, I'm cashing it out on DJ, and we're going. We're riding the fill train. The, the fill train for top ten. Yeah, <laughs> let's go. Yeah. Fill train top ten. Yeah, <laughs> what is that? Let's see here. Top top ten, 18 to one. Huh. Would you look at that? There you go. What's it for a miscut? Oh, I like that. I like that because like, you can spray it around Augusta a little bit, right? Um, yeah you know i think so and right tiger did it tiger sprayed it around around augusta a little bit you got to know where your miss is but... i mean i would if i was there so <laughs> you know we're just speaking great that's a, right? that's a given right <laughs> i like uh, the mickelson conversation Lambo. i think what do, uh, what do you think what do you I, think i mean I, I i i think he could still win uh again particularly on a year like this year where it's going to be firm and fast. Um, it, 
it, you're going to have to have a lot of like course knowledge, right? You're going to have to have nowhere to miss the ball. He was talking about that in his press conference today, right? That the sort of the difference between um, Augusta when it's playing soft or when the greens are soft versus um, how it's played 10, 15 years ago in, in times when it was like very fast, right? You know, Augusta always used yeah. to have this reputation of like, oh, it's like putting on glass, right? right. Or it's like the greens are so firm and like and hard and or, or whatever, right? Like when I was growing up, that was always the thing with Augusta, right? And I feel like it's lost a little bit of that bite the last few years. Um, but I think a guy who's won there three times is still hitting it pretty far. Obviously still world-class short game. Um, I don't think it's impossible. I don't think it's likely, but you know, catch lightning in a bottle, fill the thrill, 2021. Yeah. It can happen. Well, and I, and most, you know, aside from a couple of the masters over recent years, you know, DJ in November, you know, you just need to be there on Sunday, right? It is, it is, you're typically not going to have a runaway, you know, leader at the masters. And so, you know, you just got to hang around to keep yeah. hanging around, <laughs> hanging, hanging around. Lambo, what's that? What's that? What's that from? What movie is that from? Hanging around. Yeah. Oh man. You got me hanging there, boy. around John Malkovich, <laughs> John Malkovich in rounders. 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 Yes. This is the guy at the Oreos. That's right. Yeah. That's right. He's like licking them. That's right. If you're listening to this podcast and you haven't seen Rounders, you must yeah. go watch Rounders. One of the best uh, gambling degenerate movies you can ever watch. It's fucking unreal. So good. Absolutely unreal. Probably watched it a hundred times. Yeah. It's great. Easy. Never gets old. Easy. Um, Okay, any uh, uh, we're pretty far down the list here. We made our way to Mickelson at 150 to 1. Talked a little bit about Perez. Uh, you know, we're down to you know, I'm looking at a list here of of real long shots 200 to 1 and higher. Uh, have you guys seen anything that sparks your interest there? I'm Sandy Lyle. Sandy Lyle for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Flurry Mize. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what oh happened boy. to Jimmy Walker? Hey, what happened to Jimmy Walker? Is he playing? He Jimmy is Walker playing. is playing, and he wow. is uh, at the bottom of this list um, at a thousand to one. That's peculiar. Yeah, I have no idea. Yeah, I mean, he used to, he won a major, didn't he? Yep. Yep. Won. Uh, don't know if he won anything since then. No, I don't think so. Um, Mike, Mike Weir, a thousand to one. Might be yeah, worth, might sure. be worth a worth a toonie. Couple of units. <laughs> a toonie you know? would a toonie would be appropriate, I think. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, like... yeah, yeah. I'd say the only guy really down there that caught my eye, like being like really, or actually two guys, really, really high odds. Ryan Palmer, two hundred to one. Yeah. Um, I I get he's not playing as good as he was earlier this season, but you know, yeah. Augusta can bring that up, bring out some good play in people, right? Like he's a right to left ball guy. Yep. Um, as is. And, you know, if he just gets the juices flowing a little bit, he might contend. And then Danny Willett, another guy uh, kind of off everyone's radar, but I follow Sean Foley on, 
on the gram and he's been working with Willett probably the last like six to eight months. And uh, just some of the stuff I see him like talking about with, with Willett's swing and, and whatnot, you know, I think the guy's going to win again. Uh, I think he is trending upwards. He's not on anyone's radar. He's a past champion. Uh, I believe the year that he won, it was, it was relatively firm as well. So it's not going to be a, a sure thing by any stretch, but I think he's worth a look. He should never yeah. have won that. I mean, <laughs> well, he did have the lowest he, 72. He won, score. he won, he won, but Jordan just puked everywhere. But yeah, there's the odd ones. There's the odd uh, champs that are out there that, uh, you know, Nick Faldo could thank, uh, you know, Greg Norman for, uh, for a couple of epic meltdowns, but oh, yeah. Uh, I got, uh, I got one, uh, 400 to one really, really high on this guy. I think that this is, uh, you know, definitely playing better than this and it's Mackenzie Hughes. I was going to say Chang Son Pan. (laughs) (laughs) It's uh, CT Pan for our American listeners. (laughs) Oh yes. Mm. Uh, yeah, big on Mackenzie Hughes, uh, made it through the round of 16 at the world match play. And, uh, I don't know, just, just have a feeling. Um, there's a, there's a top Canadian bet on here. You got Connors, Weir and Mackenzie Hughes. I think Connors the favorite at, uh, minus 200 and you can get, uh, you can get Hughes at a pretty good underdog to be the low Canadian. And I'll be all over that. I've, uh, I've just got this feeling. Uh, Hughes hits it real good, underrated good, um, and he has the short game to back it up. Uh, where Corey Connors, that's an area of the game that he struggles with. So when I saw that for sure, it was an easy uh, top Canadian for Mackenzie Hughes. Yeah, I think you're right there. It's definitely not going to be uh, Weirzy, that's for sure. But uh, I, I just, I just can't think that Corey Connors is going to have a lot of success on the greens at Augusta. Yeah. Just given some of the putts that we've seen him miss uh, in, in some big moments earlier this season. And I think of like uh, the players and the Arnold Palmer, um, he just wasn't able to get it done when it mattered. Yeah. I'll take a side bet. Okay, let's go. What are we yeah, doing? I want, I'll take Weir. You'll take Weir. Yeah. Against Hughes. Yeah. Or Connors. You'll just yeah, take Weir. I, uh, or Connors, whatever. As the top I, Canadian. Yeah. But I need, I need odds. <laughs> yeah they're posted on cool bet. <laughs> yeah no, yeah thousand thousand to one <laughs> well we're we're six where, to one uh, where is it uh, okay, i'm trying to find it here it's under the groups uh there's uh there's groups you gotcha. know, a Got whatever then they list them by countries and uh things like that it, Got it's it. in there so um basically hughes is two to one weir is six to one um i'll give you a five to one on 20 bucks yeah sold yeah all right book it i'm gonna go make another 20 dollar bet right now because that is like stealing candy from a baby for <laughs> that is that is the worst bet you've ever made right there i'll be looking for a hondo buck transfer coming on Monday. <laughs> etf inbound yeah. <laughs> You might get it as early as Saturday if we were to make the cut and Hughes doesn't, right? Yeah, you know? yeah. yeah, that could uh, that could be the quick hundo for Saturday for some weekend masters bets. I love the I love the quick cash out option. Yeah. Yeah. 
Okay. Um, well, that was interesting. So we got that. Uh, I'm on Hughes, Furnos on Weir. Um, where, where did you, yeah. And, and Lambo, you landed on Hughes over Connors as well, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, I mean, Connors definitely is stri striping it. I think he's hitting it better than Hughes, but uh, I think the, the putting is going to be the differentiator there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. Uh, Sung J M or Hideki Matsuyama in the top Asian group. Ooh. Lots of love for Sungjae these days. Uh, obviously, he was T2nd last year, right, with Cam Smith, I think. Yeah, but, but you know, I just don't think it's going to be a good predictor. I, I love Sungjae M. I just don't think it's going to be a good predictor of how he's going to going to play in a spring Masters. I, if I'm not mistaken, the grass is different. Again, I've talked about the firmness. I don't think it's going to play the same. He could still play well um, up against uh, Matsuyama. I mean, that's a coin flip for me. I don't know. Yeah. It'd be, a, it'd be a pure guess. Yeah, Matsuyama was better last couple weeks, but yeah, it's a bit of a toss-up there. Like, Matsuyama has some good history at Augusta as well. True, true. Um, he's definitely been in the mix. Yeah, I mean... And, and more there. starts, so... Take a Siwoo there. You're going to go Siwoo there? Yeah. Okay, side bet? <laughs> yeah, all right. <laughs> you got who? Uh, I'll take Matsuyama. You take okay. Siwoo Kim. I'll give you two to one on 20 bucks. Okay. Book it. Book it. Okay. Um, there's a real good one on here. This is, I think this is uh, easy money. If you're, if you've got uh, a few hundred bucks, they've got Hovland, they've got top Scandinavian. So you've got Hovland and Stenson. So Hovland is obviously a huge favorite at, uh, you know, minus 333. Uh, but Henrik Stenson is not playing good golf um, and Hovland is, I think that number should be uh, way higher for Hovland. Um, so that's, uh, that's an easy money bet. I see right there for sure. You're going to have to lay, you have to lay down some serious cash to get a decent return, but I don't know if there's uh, anything closer to a sure thing uh, other than Mackenzie Hughes over Mike Weir. How about this? To to record a hole in one, Henrik Stenson plus eight thousand. I saw that. <laughs> Could there be a more random <laughs> like that's right up our alley, boys? Yeah. That is like is really that? reaching. That's like uh that's that like meme of uh Zach Galifianakis with all the fucking calculations. Yeah. And, uh... oh, well, that's, yeah. yeah, it's funny. Yeah. This is uh yeah, the, that's under a section I've never seen before. It's uh it's called requested odds. So obviously people have requested these odds and one of them is um, to record a hole in one Henrik Stenson plus 8,000. Um, it's got some select players in there for it. So you've got Neiman Hovland and, well, that's weird. They've got Neiman twice. So Neiman Hovland and Stenson, you can bet individually on whether they will get a hole in one or not. I might put a dollar on that. On who Stenson? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, why not? Why? I, yeah. I mean, I think it's good odds, but I think I mean. <laughs> I, mean I know it's like much higher. It's like fifty thousand to one. Well, you might you might as well throw it on Neiman and Hovland as well, though, right? Yeah. Mm. It, right. Mm -hmm. Um. But. Um. Yeah, that one was pretty crazy. 
uh, it will, will a player make an albatross in the tournament? Uh, plus 1100 for yes. Um, Bryson D. longest drive in the tournament over under 400.5 yards. <laughs> Can you parlay these? <laughs> <laughs> Just make a $5 ticket pays 10 mil. And then you got both, <laughs> then you got Stenson and Hovland to make the cut. So, um, some somebody with some somebody, cash, yeah. somebody yeah, with he, some cash, is really looking. Henry, you know. Henry, Henrik Stenson. Imagine yeah. that. Henrik, <laughs> Henrik Stenson's agent <laughs> has been putting in a overtime over there at IMG. He might own Coolbet. Yeah, knows? he might own Coolbet. Yeah. Yeah. Imagine that parlay though. You got okay. So I got Joaquin Neiman making eagle <laughs> uh, parlayed with uh, Henrik Stenson to get a whole one. Uh, parlayed with uh, Bryson to hit one 400 bills, uh, you know, and, and uh, also Stenson and Hovland to make the cut. Uh, yeah, 50,000 to one, 50 million dollars on a 25 cent bet. <laughs> just, le- just legendary stuff here. I'm gonna try and build that. <laughs> And obviously, I mean, this is the biggest betting board I've seen for any golf tournament. Yeah. Um, there is just action quite galore, quite the spread, the buffet, quite in buffet uh, for all of us degenerates out here. Um, in the head-to-head matchups, um, you know, if you if you do think Spieth, uh, you know, you can get Spieth uh, as an underdog against Thomas, Rom, DeChambeau, um i think also you could get him as an underdog against oh sorry guys i thought there was uh no so yeah just those three players you can get speed as an, as an underdog on yeah so plus money on on speed against uh bryce and rome or thomas also mcelroy you can get as a pretty good dog against dustin johnson um McElroy we haven't talked about that's uh that's like the biggest coin flip uh probably going into this right would absolutely love you know and there'd be so many people cheering on Rory to get the grand slam and it's so much fun to watch him play when he is on because man his his great golf is just amazing to watch um just not just unsure right you can get McElroy plus money against Thomas against Johnson that Rory slam, I mean, I, you got to think that's the only that the Masters is the only thing he's focusing on right now, golf wise, right? Obviously yeah. the other majors, but you know, I think he has one th- one thing for the rest of his career, and it's to win a green jacket. That said, where where is he? No one knows. Yeah. No one seems well, to know. It was really cool. I thought that he led us in a little bit to sort of say that in his chase for speed. Yep. because of Bryson, his swing got longer. And if you watch him when he has struggled over the last, what I call it, months, it is that he is hitting big hooks again. You know, you can see it even when he's hitting a long iron off of a tee on a short par four to just put it in position. He is hooking that long iron. He is hooking drives because he's talked about that his swing got long when he was trying to chase that speed. So, um, you know, it's definitely you know, within the realm of possibility 
for him to get that back into control, right? And if that's just the one thing, if he's just gone erratic because he lost control of the length of his swing and he can dial that back in, you know, maybe he's there, but again, you know, then you, then I start, well, as I'm saying that, then I remind myself, well, think about Rory with a putter in his hands and, and how many putts inside five feet does Rory miss on a regular basis, right? How many, Um, how many wedge shots does he put to 25 feet? Yeah. Right. It's just, you just don't know. You just, I like, I love, I love McElroy. Like I think of all the top guys, you know, save for maybe Dustin Johnson, and maybe not even Dustin Johnson. Rory has the highest high, like the yeah. highest ceiling, right? Yeah. Like could be the most invincible player, but uh, just seems sometimes his his uh, motivation and you know he lacks clarity, you know, or 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 direction. Mm-hmm. Not sure. Yeah. You just want him to be that next. And it was hard. It was hard for him, right? Like he was the next tiger. He was, he was like the biggest next tiger since tiger. Right. So much so that like, you know, tiger got him to sign with Nike and like drop all his other deals and all that stuff. And like, it put a lot of pressure, like, especially Nike, right. To sort of mm-hmm. be the next like humongous superstar ambassador yeah ambassador right and i think he's done a great job i think he's really well spoken intelligent thoughtful and smart and all this stuff um but some some people are just not cut for that like role right i think he'll rein it in i think you know he had that came out of the gates early and then had a few years and then then he started winning um you know the big tournaments again and um i think you'll see it again i think he understands where he you know, what his limits are, um, you know, when he's trying to go after speed and stuff. Now, I, I you know, that's just my perspective anyway. And I think it, he may not win a major this year, but I think within the next couple of years, he's going to be back winning majors again and kind of uh, at his back to his peak performance. I could see it. Yeah. I think, uh, you know, we were talking about how guys built to win and I go back to, to DJ, right? Like I think, DJ is built to just go on a tear. Um, but okay. I got, I got one more, one more question. One more question. I, I got another little piece of the action here. Um, obviously we've got some odds here to make or miss the cut. So I want your, I want your opinion on out of the favorites. Who do you think may miss the cut? So your favorites um, right. You know, obviously, so we got DJ Rom, Thomas, DeChambeau, Spieth, Cantley, and I'll add Shoffley and, and I'll just end it there. So, um, so seven players, you know, who's missing the cut this week? Shoffley. Cantley. Cantley. Oh, interesting. He's the guy Pretty that sure. I picked- Pretty sure about an hour ago you picked Cantley to win the Masters. Yeah, I did. <laughs> but, but he's also. But if out of those guys, if anybody's going to miss the cut, I think it might be him. Yeah. So it'd be good just to get that bet over with early, right? Yeah. Like, you know, not have to focus on. It. I can't stand him anyway. <laughs> it takes forever to play golf, and he's just out of ads. Just another for another day. Yeah, but you know. I'd be on Bryson at five to one. I can get five to five to one money on Bryson missing the cut out of those seven guys. That's who I'm taking. 
not not a bad idea or not a yeah. bad direction, right? Again, firm and fast. His ball could end up anywhere. Yeah. Anywhere. Yeah. So. Um, all right. Well, we've covered most of this board, gentlemen. Um, anything else, Masters, that uh, that we've missed that we want to chat about before we get into? Uh, well, first round is less than forty eight hours away. Uh, no, I think we're. I think we covered it. Lambo, I got nothing else really. I mean, unless you, uh, maybe maybe one thing. I don't think it's on the board, right? But how about how about low, low uh, champions tour player, past champion, like fifty plus guy. Yeah, I like that. I like that. Like we're <laughs> just doubling down. Uh, or I don't know, see. like like Bernard Langer was a big story last time, right? Is he going to make the cut this year? Well, Phil yeah. Phil's now can be. Uh, yeah, I, I included him in that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, if we look at some of those, you know, if we just sort of list, so yeah, so we got we got Mickelson there. EJ. Um, if I work my way down the list, EJ. Couples, <laughs> Long, so, so open Longer. favorite. Lyle, Mize, Olathobel, VJ. So, I mean, the, the list is probably pretty small. Uh, it's Mickelson. It's Couples. Is Stuart Sink 50 yet? Uh, no. 48. Okay. 47. Something like that. Looks, okay. 50, looks 50. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. I mean, I guess I'd would. I guess I'd be going Mickelson, um, but I'd happy to – I'd happily – I don't even – I'd love to take Fred Couples in a side bet, but I don't think I can. Take Phil. Give, give me odds. I'll take Weir. You'll take Weir against Mickelson. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. You 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 just des- you decide the odds this time. What do you What do you need? What's fair? Um. Another twenty. Yep. Um. Let's go. Gotta be like, it's gotta be. Like, yeah, I was gonna say like. Five to one. Uh, I don't know. I, gonna, I think that's too much. I, I was gonna say. I was gonna say two to one. No. Two to one for Weir. No. Yeah, I'll go I'll, three to one and I'll take Mickelson. Four. No, three. Three and a half. Three. Okay, you're on. All right. <laughs> all right, all right. <laughs> okay, I can't wait uh, to listen back to this podcast, track all these side bets. Um, I always have to do that. I, I go back, listen to the pod. Uh, you know, this is some great conversation. Uh, I think uh, I think I've, it's definitely helped me narrow down some of my picks for this week. Uh, I've got, you know, just under 48 hours to, to lock everything in for Thursday. Um, gentlemen, again, it's been a treat uh, chatting with you on the Degenerate Golfer podcast. And uh, man, I am pumped for the Masters. Good to, uh, good to be back, boys. It was, that was fun. Missed you. Yeah, missed it too. Oh, God, let's go Masters week. Let's Pretty pumped. Go. Bleed best, green and yellow. Best week of the year. Oh, it's not even close. It's not even close. Uh, I drink from my master's cups uh, every day. Um, yeah. And uh, and there'll be some some extra special stuff in those master's cups this week while I watch. So, um, gentlemen, it's been a, been a pleasure. Uh, happy master's week. Uh, thanks, everybody, for listening. Um, we know if you're listening, this is uh, this is a special week for everybody. And uh, it's nice to uh, to again be be golfing outside in Ontario and uh, back playing, playing this beautiful game of golf, gambling a little bit, having some fun. And, uh, and I, I can't wait. So uh, gentlemen, 
signing off until next week the degenerate golfer podcast we're out when you see me tee up you better step aside a lot of men didn't a lot of men died i hook it to the left i shank it to the right i'll be looking for my ball until the dark of the night you play 18 holes what do you get another day older and deeper in debt St. Andrew, don't you call me cause I can't go. I owe my soul to the country club pro.